0: protect your energy. I am here. I am now. I am here. I am now. You cannot not be in the present moment. Ooh, so true. So, so powerful. Every time you go, okay, I'm not being present. How do I bring myself back to this? And remember that everything that happened or ever will happen can only happen in the present moment. Welcome back to the third and final episode of our holiday series On really leaning in on how we want to feel as we head into this holiday break. So this episode is all about being in the present moment and creating that relaxed space in your mind. But before we really dive in, I have to be honest, this is probably where I struggle the absolute most is being present. So even sitting here trying to record this podcast, I always jot down like a couple of key notes and like key things I want to make sure that I cover before I hop on, like I have a little notebook that I use. And I was sitting downstairs with my daughter. And I was like, shit, I have such a hard time with this. How can I even do an episode on this? And I don't even know what <laughs> to talk about. And I kept having to rewrite like my thoughts. I kept having to rewrite my notes and things like that. And then I was like, you know what? But that's what this whole podcast is about. It's just being truly authentic, moving through those feelings, moving through those emotions so that we can just become better versions of ourselves, right? So it's okay if this is something I struggle with, because I know it's something that we all struggle with. And that's what I'm always saying, right? So time to practice what I preach. I did a little research to try to get out of my own head. Like when I say research, I mean Google search. Google is actually pretty powerful when you're in those moments. You know, just do a little Google search, go through a couple things, get inspired. Then I remembered a quote I saw on Instagram yesterday that was right on time. That was about being relaxed as you head into the weekend. And I was like, okay, I got this. So I got all my notes together and I'm ready to rock and roll. So I sit here completely open and vulnerable saying, this is where I struggle too. So I know that this should be a pretty powerful episode for a lot of people. So I'm a big Oprah fan. I know you've heard me say this over and over. And when I say I'm a big Oprah fan, I'm really a big fan of her podcast. I never really watched her show or anything like that. Um, I really just started listening to her when I found her Super Soul Sunday podcast, and I love it. And she did this whole, I think it was like a 10-part series with Eckhart Tolle on being present moment and just like his thoughts and his story and how to get there. And I always think about this one thing he always said, if you feel worried or if you feel anxious that you're not in the present moment because it means you're either worried about or thinking about something in the past or you're worried about something in the future. I would argue that I'm not a very anxious person, but that I worry a lot, but maybe I am anxious. I'm not sure, but I know that I worry and or think about shit constantly and my brain is constantly running with all the things I have to do all the time. And so I am hyper aware of the fact that I am not present and I'm trying really, really hard to always be in the present moment, especially when I'm with my kids, because I know that that time is so fleeting. As I've watched my youngest, just like in a blink of an eye, is almost 11 years old and like, fuck, where did that go? I know that there's something I really, really need to work on. So, you know, right now I've been doing a lot of work and I am self-aware of a lot of things and self-awareness really is a gift, right? Because you can really lean in and pick out where you need to improve and where you need to build that muscle. And everything I'm learning about self-development is it is a muscle just like any other muscle. You have to train for it every day, just like you train your body every day if you're running a marathon or if you're a boxer or whatever. And it's the same thing. So when I sit on here and I talk about a lot of the same things to get these results that we want, A lot of it is doing the same stuff to get to whatever that feeling is whether that feeling is relaxed whether that feeling is just calm and centered a lot of the same techniques go into it and you just have to be aware of that and you just have to know what muscles are you focusing on like if you want to tie it back to the physical body same thing like think about that like i know personally that i have a weak core So when I go to work out, that's something I know I have to pay extra attention to and be more in tune to when I work out. So just same thing. I know that I struggle with being in the present moment. So I know that's something I really, really need to lean into. But I was doing a little research trying to get my thoughts together. And I was like, okay, these are all these make sense. I got some really, really good tips. Some of them I already do. And I'll share some of those. And some of them are just really practical and they make a ton of sense. And I think I'm going to try to implement some of those over the break and then practice there and then really try to focus on those as we head into the new year and so many new opportunities. But one thing I really wanted to share with you guys before I hop into all that was a quote that I had read this morning on my search on personal development And um, it's by a personal development leader. I don't even want to say his name because I'm pretty sure I'm going to fuck it up. But I will post it in the show notes. (laughs) Um, And this is only part of the quote that I found. But I thought it was super powerful. And I love reading things like this because when I read something like that that really resonates with me, it's easy for me to pull on it later when I'm going through something. That's also why I think mantras are so important. And we'll get to that. But the quote says, everything that happens is in present moment. Everything ever happened and ever will happen can only happen in the present moment. It is impossible for anything to exist out of the present moment. Ooh, that's so true, so, so powerful. So think about that every time you go, okay, I'm not being present, how do I bring myself back to this? And remember that everything that happens or ever will happen can only happen in the present moment. And also, when you think about that, keep in mind, and people struggle with that, always living in the present moment, right? Because your past is your past, and future is your future, and you can pull on your past to make better decisions in the future. So it's a little tricky for people to be like, okay, well, how do I constantly live in the present moment? And I remember that when I was listening to that 10-part series with Eckhart Tolle, and they had pe- they'd had people they always have listeners call in, and people were like, but how can I not, if I'm living in the present moment, how do I plan my future? And I think the key there is just think of your past and your future in small moments and just don't dwell and like, don't get lost there. You know, like people joke about like, don't build the house there and live there. If you want to think about a past memory, you can do so in the present moment. You can be present in the moment with someone and share positive memories. And one thing we always do is we always edit our past To seem like it's better than it was, especially when we're going through something hard. I remember a conversation my husband and I had, God, I don't even know, maybe it was like six months ago. And I I, honest, I can't even remember what we felt like we were going through at the moment. We get ready at the same time in the morning. We're pretty much on the same schedule. So we're in the bathroom while I'm doing my makeup and stuff like that around the same time. And I remember us reminiscing about a time when we used to work together and we would drive to work at the same time and it did lend itself to more opportunities of being together and like going on lunch together and stuff like that because we had small kids. And we were reminiscing and it felt so good and we're like, oh, simpler times. But if I get super serious with you, how simple was it? Like I probably, my kids were probably like four and one And I know we were going through the ringer. So it's funny how you can edit that stuff out. And all I was thinking about was like that one moment. And I'm pretty sure that we probably got on each other's nerves driving to work every day and things like that. But all we could focus on were the happy things. So it's funny how you do that. And obviously the opposite is true to how you'll think about past events that can really traumatize you and you can't release them. So that's I think it's really important to just. Use them as small moments. Take out what you need to take out of them and apply them when you're making better decisions. Yes, that makes total sense. You just can't dwell there and you just can't live there. And the same for the future, right? You cannot dwell and live in the future because the future never comes because you're always currently living that moment, right? And even when you plan something and you think, oh, and you ideate something in your head, one when you get there, I feel like it never feels how you thought it would feel anyway. And you've spent the last three weeks or a month thinking about what that was and then when it actually shows up, it doesn't even feel real. So that's when I think of the future. And I've done that before with vacations or with big events. I mean, for us, we celebrate Christmas and it's a couple, well, it's not even a couple weeks. I think it's like 11 days away. You know, in your head, you have an idea based off of memories and other things of like how that day will go. But in reality, I have no idea how that day will go. So what I should do is focus on my day today and being in the moment with my kids. And another thing and another reason I know that. Being in the present moment is hard for me is my daughter has an amazing, amazing imagination. And she always wants to play dolls or play imagination like her LOL dolls or with her ice cream truck. And it's all fake play, right? So she's making out the dialogue. She's doing all that. And it's so hard for me to do that. I just can't get, I just can't be there. And when she does that, my brain goes wild with all, I think of all the things I need to do because there's nothing tangible. Like I have to sit and just be right. And I just have to like be in that moment with her. And I just have to like make up as I go. And I just can't now I can sit and I can play board games. I can play card games. I can do anything because there's a strategy there, right? My brain is busy focusing on what I need to do. It's not focused on just sitting here and just being right. So that's something that I've become hyper aware of and I'm like, all right, I really need to lean into this being in the present moment because I also believe what you resist persist and I swear that child never wants to play a board game. She only wants to pay, play make-believe dolls, so I have to get there. Actually, I promised her after I finished recording this podcast that I would go in there and play dolls with her, so hopefully I can use some of the tips and tricks out of this episode to get me in the headspace I need to be in so I can be a really good LOL doll. But anyways, it's funny how when something's on your mind, it pops up everywhere, right? So, you know, this episode's been bouncing around in my head, and I'm like, how am I going to approach it? What am I going to talk about? You know, this is where I really, really struggle. How can I get on the microphone and act like I know what I'm talking about? Or even represent this space and help people get where I think I want to be for the holiday break and things like that. But I reminded myself... It's not about that. It's really just about showing up. And right on time, as usual, my coach posted in our private Facebook group a quote that she had saw during the day that inspired her to make us think about accepting things as they are and not running or hiding from them and then that being a way to live in the present moment. And she was like, for those of you who feel like you got to constantly be busy and you can't slow down, think about what you're running from, what you're hiding from, or, what you're in denial about. And move towards it, essentially, right? Move towards it and accept things as they are. That's a hard one to wrap your head around when you're like, okay, I can't be present right now. How do I wrap my head around that? So, that's a bigger concept around being in the present moment, but I do think it makes perfect sense. And I think once you build some of the more practical daily practices or daily exercises you can really sit back and start to lean into improving your ability to accept things as they are and then really focusing on living a present life. So some of the practical tips that we could use to really get into the present moment start with your morning. So I also feel like this might be a completely a completely different episode by itself but your morning routine, right? What is it that you do every morning that kind of sets you up for the day? I do believe that what you do in the morning does set the tone for the day. So if you have a super distracted morning, chances are you will carry through that with through the whole day because your brain just runs on these habits and these patterns. So if you wake up in the morning and you start with that, then your brain's just automatically kicking into the habit that it always does when you go there. So you have to be super mindful to break that and pay attention to that. So one thing I will admit that I've gotten away from, but that really worked really well for me over the summer when I was more in tuned, I don't want to say more in tuned, when I was more regular about doing it was mindful body scans. So essentially is like a meditation, but you don't even have to meditate. You can just lay down. I would do it on the floor so you could really just feel your body because the floor is hard, right? So you're hyper aware of your body on the floor. And just scan, scan down from the top to the bottom, every single part of your body, and just think about how it feels. And what do you feel in it as you scan down through your head and your neck and your chest? Do you feel anxiety? Do you feel tightness? Or does it feel light? And just spend a few minutes, and this doesn't have to take a long time, just spend a few minutes just scanning through and feeling how your body feels. If that A, it forces you to be in the present moment, but it also lets you know the actions and how you can kind of set up your day to get in alignment with how you really want to feel for that day. Also, I know some people that do morning pages. So morning pages, is just you wake up and you set a timer. I think it's actually you write for a certain amount of time or a certain number of pages. And it's literally just a stream of consciousness and you just get it out like everything you're thinking and you just sit there and you just write. That's a super powerful way to just get that energy out of your brain, out of your mind and onto paper and just kind of release that stagnant energy that has built up overnight. For me, one thing that really, really works, and this is one thing that I actually do practice that I'm pretty getting pretty good at is mantras. I really like mantras because if I find myself in a moment where I feel stressed out or anxious or worrying, it's a practical tool that I can just say, okay, and repeat this mantra and it shifts my brain out of the pattern that it's in, that it's on repeat, the autopilot that I'm on, and it just quickly shifts me out. And it takes two seconds. I can do it anywhere. No one has to even know I'm doing it. You can do it in the middle of a hard conversation with someone, like if I'm at work and someone's in a bad mood and I don't want that energy to transfer to me. I quickly just like shift my mindset with repeating mantras. So the one I've been using that works pretty well for me is protect your energy no matter what. And for me, that just means I feel good. I want to continue to feel good. So whatever it is about that situation, whether I'm not being present or, you know, somebody is saying something I don't agree with or whatever it is, or I feel overwhelmed. I just repeat that to myself until I get my head out of, get myself out of my head essentially. And I just say, protect your energy But if you really want to focus on being in the present moment, you can do something like I am here, I am now. I am here, I am now. It just shifts your mindset. You just need that little switch to just like, okay, stop being on autopilot and just think about what you're actually doing. Another really good one is exercise. And I don't mean like you have to have this crazy exercise routine. I mean, just move your damn body. Obviously, yoga is really good for this too because you have to focus on your breath so it gives you something to actually focus on so you can not not be in the present moment. You have to be. I've even found myself recently doing exercises where I'm doing the exercise and my brain is just moving. So I'm just doing like some cardio meltdown things and I've really been practicing on focusing on my breath because it forces me to focus on the exercise itself. Sometimes I think I let my mind wander because I'm trying to not focus on how hard the move or the exercise is itself or how tired I feel to try to bulldoze through it. But then that can kind of lead into this downward spiral of not being in the present moment. Also, another thing I think that really helps if you have this opportunity is to just take five or 10 minutes and just go outside and go for a walk. I love walking in the trees or the forest or anything like that and just stop and be still and just listen. And it's a great practice for being in the present moment because there's so much that you can just listen and you can feel and you can hear. And it's a great reminder to just slow down and look at what's around you. But here's the big one for me is I just need to put my damn phone away. I would argue that most people are obsessed and or addicted to their phone. But what I've really noticed, like I said, Sephora is a gift. If I just visually can see my phone, I literally feel a physical need and urge to just pick it up. I have to. So when I'm at work, I try to hide it like behind something or put it in my purse. And at home, I try to just put it in a drawer and like literally schedule times to pick it up. Also, this is the other thing that helps me out a lot is time blocking. So I think I mentioned this on another episode about uh, overwhelm, but I will set a timer on my phone and then hide my phone in my purse. And I know that for these 30 minutes that I've set on the timer, all I have to do is be in this space and do what I'm doing. And that really, really, really helps me be in the present moment, 100%. I do that a lot too when I play with my daughter, when I'm trying to practice getting in that mode with her, being truly present and playing make-believe dolls. I set a timer because I say, okay, Katie, for these 20 minutes, all you have to do is be here and pretend to be this doll and be in line at this ice cream truck and that's it. And that one really, really helps me. And I think the more I do it, the better I get. I just have to always remind myself to set that timer. And we were on a call, we were talking about this the other day, and someone on one of my friends said, and I think this is what she said when she said it and what she meant, but this is how I interpreted it. She said, I literally will schedule times to worry. And I was like, what? My mind was blown. But if you think about it, it makes perfect sense, especially for someone like me who's always worried about something that I have to do. I'm not worried, like I'm worried about the future and I'm worried about something bad happened. I'm always worried that I'm not going to have enough time to get all the things done, right? I'm always worried about, oh, did I plan that? Did I remember that? Am I going to forget that? You know, that's where my worry comes in. And she said, if I feel anxious or worried about something, I will literally put time on my calendar to worry about it. Because you know what happens? A, you've released the energy, you've released the worry. And by the time that scheduled time comes up, you're not worried about it anymore, right? That one's brilliant. I think that's the one I'm really going to lean into. I actually did it at work this week. I have a big presentation come up, so I'm not worried about it. I am a little anxious about it because I want to do really good. So I schedule time on my calendar to deal with that anxiety. And we'll see how it goes. I've just bombarded you with so many different ways to stay in the present moment, right? There's so many tips and tricks. So I highly recommend just picking two or three, if you feel like this is the area where you really struggle, because I don't want you to feel overwhelmed by the tools, pick like two or three that work for you. I know that journaling is key to pushing things and really creating magic. So if you believe that and you're in that space, try the morning pages. If you want something super simple and easy to use, try the mantras. I love mantras. I think mantras are amazing and really easy tool. In I write them down. I don't just say them, I always write them down so I can visually see my handwriting in my head when I'm doing that. And I usually try to journal a little bit about how I wanna feel for the day or what's happened or if something's bothering me. And at the end of that, I write down the mantra. And also exercise. I mean, exercise is just good for you for so many different reasons, so just move your body. That's an easy one, I think to just make sure you incorporate because it will help with so many different things. Um, and I say easy because I mean just move. Just be cognizant of it. I'm not saying that you have to create this crazy exercise routine. Just make sure you're moving your body a couple times a day. Whether it's a stand-up desk, whether it's a walk in the park, no matter what it is, just get out, just move your body. Put those phones away. I, You know, it's funny, I've also noticed that when I'm at work and I'm like downloading, I mean not downloading, like if I'm saving a presentation or something that's kind of big and it's taking too long, I literally will flip and start doing the next thing and I'll like start checking my email and then now I'm in a rabbit hole answering those questions and I completely forgot that I was saving this presentation and or working on this presentation. I caught myself doing that quite a bit this week. So I'm really just trying to be self-aware about my electronics and how I feel and how I respond to them. But In closing, I want to leave you with this gentle reminder that I saw on Instagram about being in the present moment. I don't know if any of you guys follow um, Rachel Macy Stafford, I think is how you say her name. She's the hands-free mama. Someone sent me one of her articles years ago, years ago, and it has always sat with me. She's another great resource if you're looking for inspiration on really, really being in the present moment. But this is what the reminder said. Your people will never be just as they are right now. This precious time can be checked off or it can be lived. Let's live. All right, ladies, if you were inspired by this episode, please go rate and review me on iTunes and share this on social. Thanks for creating and holding the space with me today.